Okay, today's daf is Yuma daf Tes. We are on daf Tes and Aleph. About eight lines in, Amar Rabba Bar Barachana Amar Rabbi So we're going to embark on a daf and a half of Agadata. Then we'll actually have a daf and a half on Hilchas Mezuzah, which is about 30, 40% of Hilchas Mezuzah is found in Yuma daf Yud, Amid Beis, and Yud Aleph, Amid Aleph. So we're going to go from exciting topic to another exciting topic. So just to follow along where, where this is coming from, so the Mishnah when it described the seven days that, that the Kohen Gadol had to be separated, he was placed in something called the Lishkas Parhedron. So when we, we, we uh, brought this down, the Gemara asked, is it really called the Lishkas Parhedron? Wasn't it called the Lishka of, of the um, Balvati? And the Gemara responded that in the first base of Middush, it was indeed called the Balvati because it was cons- the Kohen Gadol was considered uh, you know, an outstanding person, and that was the nature of, of the job during the first base Hamidosh. In the second base Hamidosh, it, it, the name was changed to Liskas Parhedron, which sounded like the people that they kept changing their uh, position every single year. With that being said, the Gemara now goes into a conversation of why there were so many Kahanim in the second base Hamidosh, which leads to the conversation, the discussion of why was the base Hamidash destroyed? First base Hamidash, second base Hamidash, the Mishkan and Shiloi. So, famous Gemaras, very well known, uh, you know, differently moved, and we can learn from it. So, hang on tight. The Pasuk says in Mishlei, it says, Yeres Hashem Toysif Yamin, those that fear God have an abundance of days, that the years of Rasham are cut off. So Yeres Hashem Taisif Yamim Ze Mitosh Rishon. That's referring to the Kahanim, the the Kohen Gadol, and the first base of Mitosh. Sheamar Abrameus Ve'Esrim Shanim. That it stood for 410 years. And how many Kohen Gadols did they have? V'leishim Shubai. They had El Shmoyna Aser Kahanim Gedolim. Only 18 Kahanim Gedolim. But those that have a gear so that say even less than that, it was 12. But they had 18 Kahanim Gedolim. So that means each one had a nice career in the as being a kind God, though. Ushnois Rasham Tekzar, now the end of the Pasuk, Zeh Mikdashayni, the second base of Medesha, Amad even longer, Abra Medes Fasim Shana, 420 years, stood the second base of Medesha, Vishim Shubai Yosim Mishlaish Medes Kahanim, 300 Kahanim served, more than that, more than 300 Kahanim served in Bayashayni. Tsei Mehem, take out from there, Arboim Shana Shashim Shimonat Sadik, 40 years, that was, was uh, what were Shimonat Sadik's years. Right, we just have it in Perkyabas, if you're the first parak, Shimon that So the beginning of the second base of Mikdash was when he served as the Kain Gadol. 80 years of the famous Yechon and Gadol, Mesafas Brachas, he actually went off a derech towards the end of his life, but 80 years he was a Tzavik. And 80 years, and the Mishnah says, Atamin es Right, don't, don't trust yourself until the day you died. 80 years in the, in, as being a Kain Gadol. So that's 80, and you have 40, so you already have 120. As there, Shishimish Shmob and Pachi, another 10 that Yishmob and Pavi was the Kaingado. Va'amile, and some say, Achas Esri Shishimish Shmob and Pachi. So if you do the math, you're already at, uh, you know, 141 years. So Mikan Ve'elech Tseva Chashayv. So if you take 420 minus 141, so you're left with less than 300. And if you had 300 kahanim or 290 something, it seems like very few of them or none of them actually outlived a year. We're going to learn they probably died on Yom Kippur. I'm sure there were a few more that died before then. But 
That's that's the math. There is a gear says Habach over here. Didn't they get the message? That's, that's I mean, the, they, they yeah. Knew they, knew, they knew they weren't right. Right. I think Rabbi Rucham in, in in his uh, in his safer. Um, what's this called? What's Rabbi Rucham's farm called? Um, Rabbi Rucham. Uh, he has a whole he has a whole set of farm on Chumash. It's called. Das Tyra. Rabbi Yochanan Das Tyra has a piece on this that, uh, that just the way people are. You know, they, like yeah, Gaiva. So, so you look at the Bach. The Bach explains a little bit. He, he has a different girsa. So you the start of your page. Amr Rabbi Yochanan ben Tyrasa, the Cholkach Lama. Why? They would bribe, pay money to get it. Then Rabbi Asi Tirkava, the Dinre Ailele, Marsa Bas, Baisus Liyane Malka. She paid off Yane Malka that. That Yeshua ben Gamma should be the Kahanim. Um, historically, they say that that the Kohen Gadol had a very close relationship automatically with the, the Roman control of Eretz Yisrael during the, during many of those years. So there was some reason, you know, where there's Greek control even earlier. There was reason, political reasons, why they wanted to be the Kohen Gadol, even though it had nothing to do with being a tzaddik or, or any of that any of that stuff. Okay. Next, Amrav Yechonon ben Torsa. Oh, this is the same. Uh, that's how the Bach got that Kirsa. So Birchim Torsa says, Shiloi. Why was Shiloi? The Mishkan was in Shiloi for 369 years. So why was the Mishkan in Shiloi destroyed? Bachran and pick up with this and say, what do you mean? It was destroyed. It wasn't the whole point that we should build a base of Mikdash one day. But it's a good question. Either way, Shiloi was destroyed. Why? Two reasons why Shiloi was destroyed. Number one, Kilo Arias. Kadashim. The acting in a disgraceful way to Kachim and for Gilearias. How do you see Gilearias was taking place in the Mishkan or in the times of the Mishkan in Shiloh? Gilearias, the Siddha Pasuk said in the beginning of Shmuel, it says Eli Akain was uh, giving muster to his sons. Says the Eli Zakin he was very old. He heard, you know, from third-hand information what his what his sons were doing. They were running the show. He was too old. He was literally. It sounds like he was sleeping with the women. Had voice. They were gathered. Pesach So that sounds like Gilead Arias. I we learned Shabbos stuff from Hey and the Gemara quotes it. If you say. B'nai Eli sinned. You're making a mistake. They didn't actually sin literally by, by Yishku v'nes Hashem. So why does the, the, the Navi describe it as Yishku v'nes Hashem? So mitoich sheshihu as kinehem. They made the women wait t- before they would bring their bird karbanais. Now we learned in Zvach and in, in Shkalim and we learned in Psachim that we knew that once, once you brought your birds or you, brought, you put the money out, Women could go home. They could eat the carbon base They were confident that the kahanim would bring their carbon, right? So they were able to to go home and 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 eat the carbon pesach. When when Ailey's sons were involved, women had zero confidence that their birds were going to be brought. So they had to wait to make sure it was, that it was actually done. And by waiting, he caused them extra days that they could not be back home with their husbands. And the, the, the Gemara in Shabbos describes it in more detail that he was mevatel oisa miperi verivya, or from the midst of Aina. Therefore, mia mala leina kasuf kilu shechavim. It's as if they violated Gilearias by by not allowing the women to go back home. So that's number one. Number two, bezayin kachim. How do we see the chesed? The pasuk says, "Gam b'terem yaktiv nes chelav ubanar." So before they brought the chelav, and and uh, and and they would they, the Ailey's sons had a servant, would come to the Kayin and say, I need the meat, even before 
it was fully processed before the chilev was offered, and that does play a role in if, if the carbon is kosher or not. So what happened was the servant he told the one who shafting it to not bust a give us meat to roast for to make a barbecue for Ailey, Ailey's sons. He doesn't want any, anything fully cooked. He wants raw meat. So this, the fellow responded, what's the rush? Let's first bring the chilev. Then the carbon will be totally brought. And then, take whatever you need. Why are you rushing to take the brisket, which is the matanas kahuna, before we, brought, before, before we finished bringing the carbon? And then now responded, you need to bring it now. Give it to me right now. If you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. So you see that the Bnei Eli were involved in the Zion of Kaddashim. Hashem just means they, they were, they were mavaza, they disgraced the Karbanis of Hashem. Okay, so that's the, the Mishkan and Shiloi. Next. Mishka Mikdash Rishon, first base of Mikdash, Macharav, why was it destroyed? Three things. Shahayuba, three bad things that uh, people were doing. Which three? Well, the three worst things. And the Gemara is going to go through how we know from Psukim, from the Navi, from Tanakh, how do we know that they were, were uh, guilty of these three sins? That was done in the first base of Mikdash, the Pasuk says in Yeshaya. Yeshai Navi is saying prophecy on what's going to happen. He says, and he says, why? He says, Kikatzer Hamatza Mehistorea. That the, uh, that, so let's see what this means. My Katzer Hamatza Mehistorea. Matza means a mattress. It's too narrow. Amr Rabbi Yonason, Katzer This mattress is too narrow. Mehistorea of Shnei Reim Kecha. To allow two people to be on it. Now, what does this mean? He sounds like that in the temple, in the base of Mikdash, there's no room for two gods. There's only one god. And they were worshiping idols. So that phrase, Kikatsar Hamatz Mistarea, is alluding to the fact that we were worshiping Avadazara during those times. After the Chorban Abayas, we know the Anshikhnas Lagdala were Mavatel, the Yitzhahara on Avadazara. But that was the big sin back then, was Avadazara. Next, we'll, we'll learn more about this in the Sephel Sanhedrin. We have another. We know from Chazal, we know from the stories, but we just want to show that Yeshaya said key. The reason, I mean, we know there was Avadazara. We don't even have to have to find Sukkim to tell us there was Avadazara. We're trying to figure out how do I know that that was the reason why. So when Yeshaya is telling us there's going to be a Chorbon, and he, he concludes his statement key because of this. Katzer Hamatsu Mistarea this cryptic line. And the reason why this, the temple is going to be burnt is because of these three words. Katsar Hamatza Mistarea. What does that mean? So it sounds like that the mattress is not big enough for two people, meaning you can't have two gods. We know there was a Vadazara. We're just trying to figure out that was the key. Next, the Pasuk continues that the uh, that the uh, the cover the masecha is sara it's too narrow kiskanes to, to allow people to, to snuggle in there. When Abiyanisan would reach this pasuk he would cry. Amar he said it says regarding Klai Yisrael I'm sorry regarding Hashem he's someone that could gather all the water into one place and stop it he could go he could, he could change nature. nature. And that's actually referring to my Sebracious, where the water stays up. Stays up. The Hashem separated from the Mayim Al-Yonim, Mayim Tachtonim. And Nasis Masecha, 
that in the place where he where the Hashras Hashkina should be, the base of Middash, they put a idol in, in the uh, in the Masecha. So, so Tsara, how do you see that in the Pasuk? Because Tsara, we're going to see in Yavamas. What does the Tsara mean? A second wife, right? No jokes. But Tsara is it means a, a co-wife. So it's Nasis Lai Masecha Tsara. So there was another Masecha, which means Masecha means an idol. And another idol was made as a tsara, like a co-wife. So that is where you see in the Pasuk of Zara. Okay, that is sin number one. Number two, Gili Arayas. The Pasuk says in Ishaya, another, another Nevoah about the Chorban Abayas. We're going to explain this Pasuk. And, and Yan, again, Yan Ki is telling us this is why the base image was destroyed. He's telling us explicitly why. So how do you understand the Pasuk? Yan Ki that they were that the daughters of Tzion were high. What does that mean? That the women would walk a tall one next to a shorter one to show, you know, the 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 the, the contrast to stick out to be more attractive. Next, what does that mean? They would walk become as the the I guess the tall one. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It was one. Interesting. Okay. There's a different term for the other way, but that's, that, that's what they're talking about. Right. Okay. No one's saying about beauty here, right? They're just uh, trying to be attractive. Oh, so here we got the beauty part. So one second. So they would, they would, they would uh, specifically walk to stand out, stick out, and they would walk as about Kaiva, again showing showing off. What does that mean? To have a million kocha, they wore heavy makeup, a name on their eyes. Obviously, there, there is you know a person could a woman could wear makeup, but it means excessive for a specific purpose. What does it mean? They literally took baby steps, you know, catwalking or something, to walk slowly. So that to get as much you know exposure and, and views as possible. and on their legs were was ta'akasna. What does it mean? They took some type of spice, perfume, They put it on their on their uh, on their shoes. So when they got, went, went around the, 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 the single guys, they would kick the ground. They would spray them with some type of perfume. And they would get the Yitzhahara into these, uh, the, the, the young boys, like a poison when a uh, snake is angry. So that, that, that's, again, that's just explaining the Pasuk. But once again, you see proof of why the base of was destroyed. And number two is Gilead Arias. Third one, Shvichas Damim. Dechsev says, Vigam Damnaki Shafach Menasha Habim Ba'id. That Menasha was murdering people. Ara Sher, Mileus Yushlaim Pelepe. That that uh, Yushlaim was filled Pelepe with blood. So where do you see that in the Pasuk? So we left out the first three words. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't leave out. But a little earlier in Malachim, it says, Ya'an Asher Asa Menasha. So that's, that's where the, we get the, the cause of the destruction of the base of Midrash. Okay, so Chorban Abayas Rishon is because of three things. There's a famous stira, the Gemara later in, in, in um, Sanhedrin, I believe, and the Yushami says, That's actually the words in the past. So they didn't make the Berch's Torah first. So there's a lot of drush on that. Probably that 
these three actions were what they were guilty of, but if you want to know what sprung that, what, what happened, what's the cause for them sinning, which didn't, realize, didn't appreciate the, the way of life of Tyra, and obviously they wouldn't make the bracha of Birchas Tyra, of the Harivna, and they were looking for fulfillment elsewhere. Okay, next. They were busy learning. They were they had kminas chasadim, all types of organizations, Talmud Torah, mitzvahs, mepnei machara. So why was the base of destroyed? And this is very important because we know that the Yerushalmi tells us in Yuma right here that kol dar shloinivna base of biyamav kilu hu as if we ourselves destroyed it, which means we're literally reliving these sins. So it's a very uh, important gemara for life. Why? That no matter how much Torah a person learns, how many mitzvahs, even Gemilas Chesed, you can have all the organizations in the world. But if you have Sinas Chinam, which literally just means hating another Jew without a proper reason, if you're looking for a proper reason, it's a very complicated sugya. When exactly you could hate a person, uh, usually doesn't apply to us. So we should just love everyone. to teach us that Sinas Chinam is on the same level, if not worse, because the fact that it's not even being rebuilt. Okay. So the Gemara is like this. Risham Hayu. There was there were Risham. So this is a uh, this is a um, another shita of Rabbi Yechanan ben Torsa that the the fellows were Rishaim. Ella shetalu b'tchaynam ba'kadosh baruchu. We have to see who he's describing. He's talking about something about the korban abayis that the folks wore rishayim, and they said, "Don't worry, God will help us. Hashem will save us from 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 uh, the destruction of the base of So, what's he referring to? Is he referring to base of rishon or base of hashani? So, the Gemara says, "A son lemitdash rishon." This line from Rabbi Yechanan was talking about the first base of Medrash, to Siv, the Pasuk says in Micha, Micha was referring to the first base of Medrash, it says, Rasha'a b'shecharish poitu, the leaders of, of, the Jew, of the Jewish nation, they would rule with bribery, that's how they would paskin, yishpoitu, they would sell a psak. You know, you pay the right amount of money, you got the right psak. And the prophets would say prophecy for the right price. They rely on Hashem. Don't worry. We'll, we'll trust in Hashem. Nothing bad is going to happen to us. So there was this, uh, you know, this dissonance between their, their, what they were saying and what they were actually you know, doing in life. And I just want to add... It could be that when a people, in a little current events maybe, when a people view the leaders, and we're going to see this in the next Gemara, as corrupt, then they themselves don't see the value of living a, living a, you know, a higher life. They don't see the value of, of, of you know, following law and order. When they, when they see that, what do you mean, the people who are telling me what to do? They're busy on shaychad, the kainab and chiryayu, yiksaimu. And leadership, you know, having the wrong leadership does not help. So, and you're going to see later on in the Gemara as well, we're going to single out in the seam of Kaiser, and you look at how could everyone be doing Gileraya, Shikhas Damim, and Abadazara, but if you have, 
you have these people in charge. What do you expect from the people? These to be our verus of sheichad and 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 taking money to paskin and bekesev yiksaimu. Shenemar, there was three gzeres lachin beglalchem tzian sada decharish. Tzian will be plowed like a field. Yerushalayim e and tia will be destroyed. Vaharabayis lebamizar harabayis will just be a forest. These three gazeras are in place of those three. So the Gemara says, okay, so you told me Mikdash Rishon was because of three cardinal sins. Bayashani was because of Sinashinam. Hold on a second. If a Mikdash Rishon loyhoi, have a Sinashinam. Based on Mikdash Rishon, have Sinashinam. Ivok Sivit says, when Yechezkel's describing the Chorban, he says, Meguriel Cherev ho yuas ami lechin tzvaka yarech. And what does this mean? Vam Rabbi Lazar, Elu b'nei Adam, the Meguri, the people that would fight, they would, they would, they would. I'm sorry, Meguri means they would live together. They ate with each other. They had meals together. They, they had parties together. However, the pasuk continues. El with swords. They would literally attack people with their words. So even in bias Risha, and they had Sinaschinam, obviously. So the Gemara says, "Ahi Havoi." Bias Rishon, that was talking about the leaders. The leaders had this Sinaschinam. Kihi that it says that we should cry that this was in my nation. Maybe it's referring to everyone. This was talking about the leaders of Klaiso. So once again, I think you see this theme. When the leaders are, are, are not acting properly, you end up having a whole community of a whole tzibor, a whole Klaiso of, of doing Okay, but in the schus that the Yidin themselves were not speaking, they didn't have Sinashinam, Bias Rishon was rebuilt. As opposed to Bayashani, where unfortunately we, we are still, this is like the Achilles heel of Klai Yisrael, as much as we can learn, and, and Duches said, we, we're still missing something, we're still missing the Beis HaMikdash, and it's due to the sins of the people. It's, it's the, specifically the individual that, that, that are continuing the sinas chinam. Next, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar, Dami Tavayu, they say like this, Rishonim, in the Beis HaMikdash, Rishonim, Shinezgala Avonim. They didn't hide anything. They were transparent. Everyone knew exactly how they felt about one another. Neskala kitsam. Now the truth is, in um, in the first base of there were those that hid their avodah Remember the story behind the doors. We'll get to that later on. But for the most part, neskala avoyim. Everybody knew their averus. Neskala kitsam. Seventy years later, we had the rebuilding of the second base of Achroinim, those that lived during the Bayashani, they were Risham and hidden, meaning on the outside they wore the strimals and Bekishas or whatever you like, frocks, beards, black hats, jackets, whatever you like. But internally they hated each other. The Mashiach, the, the, the Bayash Shlishi, was not, has not been, has not been revealed to us. Are you saying with the doors on the inside? That was Melch, yeah. That's first, that's first, first base of Mentesh, yeah. Yeah. So that was about the Zara. They were all, they were all doing about the Zara. So it's interesting. It's, it, but maybe here is referring to the to the other Averis. Everybody knew about it. Next, a fingernail of those earlier generations are better me than in the entire uh, you know the midsection of the later generation. the opposite. are better. Now, by the way, this is such a lishitasev rishlakish. Rishlakish himself. Was a Balchuva. He was someone who was, he was a, a you know a, a um, con artist or something, whatever you want to call him. And he he changed his life. And he and he was he and you could see the theme throughout many of his opinions throughout Shas that he 
always, you know, stuck up for, look what people are going through, the challenges, and yet we're still, you know, we're still keeping Tyra. So he says, Afal gav de ikka, shivan malchis ka'aski batayra. Amarlei, Rabbi Yechon said, no. Bira techei, look at the base of Middash. We learned that that means bira, right? Shechazel v'yishayinim, it came back for the first, uh, the generation of the first base of Middash. Lechazel achronim, we still don't have the Bayesh Lishi, meaning the second base of Middash that was burned, that was destroyed, has not returned. Shalos Rabbi Lazar, Rishonim Gedolim, Ayachronim Gedolim. Which one are greater? Amalehem Tnuei Nechem Abira. Look at the base of Middash. See, it's still not standing. Egedami Amalehem Edechem Bira. The base of Middash that has not yet been rebuilt is the biggest testimony. So, you know, you ever, if you ever want to get like the pulse, the State of the Union, as far as Klal Yisrael, Edechem Bira. Right. That's that's something that we're always hoping for. And we should strive towards. And the Mar said it was, but only by the leaders. Second Mishnah said no, it wasn't. They said Afagad Das Kibataira. They were all Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, beards, frocks. They wrote the Mishnayos. These are our Tanaim. That was the generation of the Tanaim. Sinasinam. We have we have it now. Sira, right? Rabbi Kiva, Shnei Maser Elav Zugim Tamidim Hoylev Rabbi Kiva Akula Mesu. I, they, they would have been the Bali Messiah giving over the Torah to the next generation. Five remain, you know, five remained. But they, that's the destruction of, of everything. Scary. It's easier, sometimes it's easier to learn and, you know, to learn more than, than to be nice to someone. Reish Lakish Havisachi Biardena. Reish Lakish was once bathing or swimming in the river. He gave him his hand. The way uh, the gears I have it is that he's, he swore, I hate you. The other gears I that means God hates you, that you didn't go up to Eretz Yisrael. The Pasuk says, So the Shira Shirim says, If it's like a wall, you go up like a wall, so then it seems like it's going to last. But if you, if you go up like a door, it's going to be problematic. So what's going on here? So he's referring to when Ezra went up to build the second base of Mikdash, unfortunately, he had his megaphone, but nobody was coming with him. He was literally begging people to come, and everyone said, no, life is good. We're rich, we have our jobs, we have our schools, our shuls, we're good. We don't need to go up to Eretz Yisrael. So he was saying, because you didn't want to go up, everybody stayed behind, you know, you sent money, or you went once a year to bring your car and pay stuff. We didn't live there, so that, look, look what happened. How does he explain in the Pasuk? He says, You go up which a wall that has its stones attached to each other, it's one unit. You would have all went up during the times of Ezra. You would have been compared to Kesef, like silver. That doesn't uh, erode. You came like doors, which are separated like two doors, and Klaistro is now fragmented we would have been, if we would have been united coming up to the base of the Shashani, we would have lasted. But now it's, it was fragmented. It's like cedar wood, which does rot. My Erez, what does Erez mean? Amar Ula, Sasmagar, some worm that eats out the, the inside, hollows out the wood, but it leaves, out the, it leaves the, uh, the shell remaining. So that's what Sasmagar is. My Sasmagar, another understanding of Sasmagar, Rabbi Abba, Basko, that... We lost the Baskal even in Bayashini. At the time of the Bayashini, when the, when the final Nevi'im died, which were Chagai, Sechari, Malachi, the Stalka Ruch Kaddish Misrael. Ruch Kaddish was taken away from Klaesov, but Dayan Hayim Ishtamshim and Baskal. They still had the Baskal for a little bit, but we lost that as well. Okay. So, much is like this. How did they know that they were supposed to go off? Like, how did they know he was legit? Ezra? 
Especially since they had all those faults in their game, like you said, in the first game. He proved himself. I don't know. I'm not sure. That wasn't why they didn't go. If, maybe they would have been a good, good, uh, you know, defense, <laughs> defense, you know, in the peasant Shammai. They didn't go because they were comfortable. Look at the psukim there. He's begging them. It's like, uh, yeah, he was begging them to come. They don't want to go. Okay, so Gemara says, hold on a second. This story, we have to fact check the story. You think Reish Lakish would have spoken in public with Rabbi Barbachana? So it's very interesting. Rabbi Lakish had this practice where he would not speak with people in public. Why? When he spoke to people publicly, everybody would assume if Reish Lakish is talking to him, he must be a tzaddik and we could you know, lend him money without a star. We could trust this guy for everything. So Reish Lakish had this practice. He wouldn't be seen talking to people. You want to have a conversation? You could meet me in the office, but nothing in public. Umar Rabbi Elazar, the Mardar of Israel, Hava, he was the Rav of Eretz Yisrael. Veloy Hava Mishtoi Rishlakish Badei. Rishlakish would not begin a conversation with him, because the Mardar Mishtoi Rishlakish Badei. But Shuk, if someone would see Rishlakish speaking to someone in the market, Yavli Iska Belay Sahade, he would yeah, he'll invest with him without aiding, without a star, because if Rishlakish trusts this guy, he must be something chashuv. So if he wouldn't even consider Rabbi Elazar, who was the Rav of Yisrael. Worthy of a public conversation, so Bahadi Rabbi Rachana Mishtoi, I think he spoke to Rabbi Rachana, who was on a lower level than Rabbi Lazar. So Papa We know there was there was two people in the story. We'll figure out who it was. Either it was Arish Lakish Havu Ziri, either it was Rish Lakish or and Ziri. I Rabbi Rachana Hava Rabbi Lazar, and that would have either way that would have fit the narrative. Would have been fine. And either Reish Lakish would have had a conversation with Zairi, who he was, it was his Rebbe. But, uh, or Reish Lakish wasn't part of the story. It was Rabbi Barachana and Rabbi Elazar. That's not the reason why the Shechina left during Bayashini. Inami Slikaluhu. Even if everybody would have went up during Bayashini, during Ezra's days and gone up, that still wouldn't have helped. With the Shechina. Why not? Nothing to do with Klai Yisrael. The Pasuk says, this is going back to Parshas Nayach. Some beauty given to Yefes. Yet the Shechina is going to be Baal Shame. What does that mean? Even though there's some beauty given to Yefes and Yefes's descendants, we're going to learn that in, in tomorrow's daf, the first few lines, come from. Sorry, that the people that helped build the second base image came from Yafas, yeah, who was that? The Persians, right? After uh, the story with Esther and Achashirish. So even though there's Yaf, there's beauty, and the second base image was actually more aesthetically pleasing than the first base image, still in Ashina Shaira, Elab Ale Shame, only in Ale Shame. Who comes from Ale Shame? Shlaim Amalach comes from Shame, Avram Avinu comes from Shame. So that is why. The Shechina was not found in the second base. There's nothing to do with it. It wasn't a punishment. It was a fact of life based on what Noyach said. The only descendants of shame when they built something, the Shechina was Shaira, but not from Yefes. And then we're going to get tomorrow's daf. Looking forward, we're going to get into little, uh, uh, you know, getting to the descendants of Yefes. How do we see that Persia comes from that? We'll do some geography. And on our base, we'll get to. Some uh, halachis of mezuzah. Okay, shkoyach. So it seems like we're going to conclude that the second place on mikdash was like just a big.